Welcome to the Dental Business Guide podcast. From money to marketing to management, this podcast will help you run a better dental business. Welcome back to the Samara podcast. I'm George and I'm today again talking with Aaron Mara, who is our founder, our commander-in-chief, if you will, of Samara. (laughs) I've never been called that before, George. No, I know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sounds a little bit official, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so, you know, last time we were talking about, you know, business plans, we we're talking about how to grow a business and how to start your practice from nothing. And one thing you said to said to me was business plans are just really important. So can you like, you know, explain a bit more like what you need to include in your business plan sure. and you have to specify it for specific dentistry or can it be just general business? Okay, no, great, great question. Now, a lot of people have an idea, but they never actually put it down on paper. Now, the business plan is ultimately you articulating what you think you should be doing or what you want to do for your business. So it's a communication tool, primarily for yourself, okay, but then for other stakeholders, people who want to invest, lenders, banks, all those right. types of people. So you can make it one page, you can make it a hundred pages, um, but you've got to just thinking and get get your get your ideas across into it that make so it makes sense so well the way i would approach writing a business plan is get some type of template and you can get one of those from us if you want it and just start populating it and what that means is start putting information in there that uh, seems relevant to what you want to, to achieve whether you're doing a dental clinic a vet clinic or any other type of business a business plan is really really helpful yeah. not essential but really really helpful and that's why it's always worthwhile planning and just taking some time to consider all your thoughts okay so you know like i i, I don't know my business i don't know about business plans at all to be honest with you it's, to me it sounds like it's just a cv is that no it's not really a cv it's kind of a summary of what you're planning to do okay so let, let me let me break it down george so i know you're you're, you're a young lad so um <laughs> You might not have so much experience in, in, in writing business plans and stuff like Nothing, that. I have I've written, I've written, I don't know, I don't know how many I've written in my life. Okay, too many perhaps. Um, <laughs> but what it kind of carries across is what are your objectives? What you're trying to achieve in the business? Okay, what you're trying to do? And then if you're doing, for instance, a dental clinic, what type of services are you going to um, offer? Are you going to offer orthodontics? You're going to offer implants? You're going to offer general dentistry? You're going to offer emergency? What type of thing? It might then really uh, explain who is the target customer or target patient is it um people who are just above the nhs in terms of what you're trying to offer or people who have got a larger budget who want a a higher end experience at your clinic you've got to look at the competition let's say you're opening up in a particular area who are the other clinics in the area are they competition or are they um deemed to be irrelevant okay they're not really competing what you're trying to do and then also at the same time you need to put how much it's going to cost so you put the figures in there, do some research, find out what the cost of, say, of a chair is or what the materials are, what okay. the, the building work is. And then really, one bit really important is how you're going to run it. Who's going to be there? What type of team members do you need? Do you need a receptionist? Do you need a, a nurse? Do you need a practice manager? What type of dentists are there? So there's all these things that need to go into this business plan. But at the same time, you've then got to add the financial forecast and a competent, good, qualified, experienced accountant should be able to put some forecasts together to say, okay, this is what we think the business is going to do, and this is how it's going to, 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 to this is going to, how it's going to achieve it. Because ultimately, you've got the qualitative aspect of the business plan, the written stuff which I just talked about, 
but then the quantitative aspects, which particularly a bank might be interested in looking at. And if you combine the two together, if they like the plan, they'll hopefully lend you the money. Okay, okay. so more or less, it's just your whole entire vision of your practice just written down in one yeah, document. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think one okay. of the things that's really important is that you might start with this great business plan, but you might start the business, but then it doesn't really go to plan or it goes takes a different path. But it's, if you can look at it even maybe once a year and update it and change it, say, so, well, this year uh, that didn't work well, I'm going to update and go down this path. It's just a useful tool to have that okay. you can review and go back to and see so it's it's not just a thing for when you're starting the business it's a thing that you need all the time absolutely absolutely now you might do it in different ways okay you might have a formal business planning process once a year and you spend a half a day or a day just reviewing your business plan which is great or you might on a regular basis look at new ideas and add to them and change them okay so yes it's an evolving document for the business and for you okay so you mentioned a bit ago about financial forecasts so with that can okay being dishonest here could you lie and say your practice is going to earn more than you actually are going to because could a bank then see that well, I, I don't know really about what i'm trying to say but more or less it's could you be deceive us in the way you're forecasting <laughs> you know i don't like the way you're thinking george careful <laughs> <laughs> but I, I know what you mean okay i think what 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 people your job is to embellish the truth okay to try and paint a, a rosy picture but remember the bank's job is to tear it apart okay right. so you know what well, that's absolutely bull you're never going to be able to earn that type of money okay so and they and they remember banks see these they see hundreds upon hundreds thousands upon thousands of business plans they know they know what's realistic and they also know what's kind of cock and bull okay so right. you've really um, and your job is to not over embellish it because you over embellish it they'll just throw out the window so it's then getting people like ourselves to advise you saying, well, this is kind of realistic. This type of bank will probably go with this type of thing if you do it this way. OK, so the forecasts are an important aspect, but you don't want to over egg it. You really right. Don't. OK, so you can't be deceivers. You can't be like that because the banks would like, as you said, will just that they, they go through it with a fine tooth comb and Correct. they, they know what they're looking for. Yeah. And right, they'll look okay. at the character. If you're over egging it, they'll just say, you know what, this guy hasn't got a clue. He hasn't really done his research at all well. Um, and therefore, he's not a, he's not a credible, worthy person to, to to lend money to. Okay, so you know, how would you then calculate all the costs and all that lot? So if if you're buying an existing practice, how would you calculate all the costs needed to do that? W- would that be a thing your accountant does, or is that a thing yeah, you do yourself? Yeah, yeah. Or? I, th- I think it's a combination of accountant and you kind of looking at the numbers. So if you're buying a practice or you're setting up a practice, you got to look at how much is it going to cost you? So again, a good accountant should be able to quantify all this in uh, in some workings, in some analysis and some type of valuation techniques. So if you're setting up a clinic and, and you're putting a business plan together, you want to work out how much is it going to cost you to build, okay? What kit do I need? How, and then also how much money have I got on my own to put into it and how much could a bank potentially lend me? If you're buying a clinic, you need to look at, okay, they're selling it to me for X. Is it actually worth X, Okay. And therefore, your job and your um, uh, advisors or accountants should be looking at, you know what, I don't think it's worth X. I think it's worth X less 20% or whatever it may be. So it's just get good advice. Okay, that's I cannot stress how important it is. Not just good accountancy advice, get good legal advice, get uh, good marketing advice, and ultimately get people who you get on with as well. Okay, Um, because these could be long term relationships that are there to help you over the long term in your business. Right. Okay. Okay. That's that's really quite interesting to know actually so like 
what I just want to know is like how how would I go about writing a business plan? You know, you mentioned briefly that you provide a business plan is you know can you just get a generic business plan online or is that something yeah, specific yeah, yeah. You, can, you can type business plan templates into google and you'll find something it's a good starting point okay and you can start putting something together absolutely if you want something a little bit more tailored a bit more sophisticated then you could probably engage with us or other people out there in the marketplace who can help you write a business plan i personally think a good business plan is written by the the business owner and then you have someone like ourselves review it and kind of sense check it and say we like that. Give us a bit more information on this. The banks won't like that. And, and, right, there's, some, yeah, and, yeah. and, and, and there's many people who can read it, whether it's your parents, whether it's a friend, whether it's your partner uh, or someone else you know in business that maybe they can review it all. Okay, okay so but, more or less you just want the, the more people that read it, the more people, the, the more likely the banks are going to accept it because yeah, but I think it's not, not only just... that, but also kind of they can say, well, you know, that's a load of rubbish as well. That, that's yeah. not going to work. Or, but remember, your job is not to, wasting everyone's time then. Yeah, but you've also you've also got you remember there are also people who will read your business plan and they'll always be negative as well. So remember that as well. So be careful who you show it to as well. You want people who are going to support you, encourage you, but also give you critical but constructive advice, not just critical and pathetic advice. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Aaron, for taking the time to talk to us about business plans. Um, I've, I'm have i sure I've learned a lot because I'm a complete novice with everything, as, uh, as I'm sure you've <laughs> gone by 20, now. You? I've only 20, 24, yeah. 24, God. You've been here with us yeah. four years now. <laughs> I know, I know. Mental. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, thank you so much for listening and uh, we'll catch you on the next one. All right. Thanks, George. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening in to the Dental Business Guide podcast. We welcome your feedback. And if you're enjoying it, please let your friends know too. Until the next time on the Dental Business Guide podcast.